This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hi. 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 How is she though? Working like a chicken, like a. They're all bottoms. Don't joke about that. Bring back my ghost. This is not RuPaul's best friend, Ray. Welcome to another episode of How Is She Though? You are here with your host, Nicholas Wagoner. And Chad Matthew Westbrook. We have breaking news. Beep, 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 beep. Hey. (laughs) It is. What's that breaking news, Nicholas Wagoner? We are getting word that there is a bomb threat on DragCon. (laughs) I think you're making light. I I didn't know this is where you were going with that. This is a... (laughs) Much lighter tone. I didn't actually really mean to start that way. It just kind of naturally progressed that that I was doing a news bolt, and then I realized we do actually have breaking news. Much lighter tone than I thought we would be uh, handling this with. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you just find yourself in the middle of a thing. Beep, 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 beep. We got a terrorist threat. It's uh, actually very crazy. This is like, so Tyra Sanchez, um, winner of season two, has posted like numerous yeah. things about how don't go to DragCon 2018. I warned you, don't go there. Da da da. Um, it's gonna blow. And yeah. then she has uh, her website is like a I, countdown. I almost don't even like say, talking about it because it's like giving her traffic. But her well, website yeah. is just it says boom. I would say first off, don't go to her website because you're just gonna give her like some revenue for ads and stuff. Do not do that. Do not give her anything. We need to like she. At this point, the only thing she needs from uh, anything is just to be arrested. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I really, and I mean, I'm, mental help because I would be Jesus. lying. I'd be lying if I said I was a police officer or a lawyer or any of the such. Uh, but Why are I, you clarifying that? <laughs> <laughs> There's just been a lot of confusion. I feel like people have no. come up to me and asked me legal questions left and right since we started this podcast. You know what? I never told you this, but you do look like a lawyer. That's what I think it is. Yeah, it's my it's my overall look and yeah. vibe. Yeah, your overalls that you're wearing. My overall look. Yeah, my white overalls with red undershirt and a it red reads, hat. It reads lawyer. It reads Mario lawyer. <laughs> so I it's I to me I'm like I don't know exactly what her like repercussions should be because i don't know like technically what that is but she's to me it's it's a threat right yeah it's 100 percent a threat like she's threatening lives of people so that she should be detained during drag on or something and it's crazy because it's also coming off of a week where we're like uh, one of the drag queens from rupaul's drag race did the unthinkable <laughs> she faked a death of a stri- of a of a nobody. She made up someone and then made that person. I know. You're like this can a drag queen do worse? Yeah. And Tara Sanchez is like hold my beer. I got it. And I do I think we do need to talk about like she's been um sort of a little wild card since the show. Yeah. And even on the show she was a wild card. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think there are some things that are like true. Like Tyra claims that she's been bullied since the show ended. I believe that, yeah. She um is one of the like like biggest voices for claiming that queens of color from the show are unfairly mistreated. Mm-hmm. And she's been getting Raven was Raven was robbed since season two. Yeah. So all of these things equal and more and more and more I'm sure. All of these things equal like Shit sucks for me. Yeah. But with all that said, that's like at this point, I mean, I've already like written her off. I think she's a really great drag queen, probably really fun to see live, but her, the way she acts online and like how threatening she is physically. And she's like, 
I mean, her and Tatiana have like nonstop drama and yeah. Tatiana is guilty in that too. It's like just right. you're the best way to deal with someone like that is just to ice them out. Yeah. Well, like the thing is Tatiana didn't reference Tyra at all during all stars, right? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. But Morgan referenced Tyra. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that's right. That look pretty good for a dead bitch. Yeah. So it's like, maybe it's just literally Tatiana. Tatiana only finally commented on it. I think, recently because she was getting death threats from like someone said they were going to go to a show and throw acid in her face. Yeah. And it was because they were a Tyra fan. Yeah. Which guys, this is what, what community are we in? We're like people like able to watch drag Queens on TV for the first time ever in our lives and be celebrated and like paving way for future queer kids in the world. And we're like using this as a vehicle to, send death threats yeah and hatred well i was just yeah we were just talking about this before the podcast it's like how in queer culture you know sometimes queer people tend to like not root for each other and to tear each other down more than any other minority group Mm -hmm. like or any group if you just want to like expand it even further and it's like we need to lift each other up and we need to root for people like you know, the, I didn't like Kennedy Davenport during season seven, but All Stars, I felt solidified. You know, she's absolutely talented. She deserves to get recognition. She, she always like got her finger to the pulse of what's happening now. But like, she's super, super talented, and she gets shit. She gets hate, and for like no reason. Like, we should be rooting for her to come out with another great song, or like to come yeah. out in a look that we love. It, that's not to say we can't critique things for well, sure. We're I, know. I was just going to say but... there's a difference because we're, I mean, you and I started a podcast reviewing RuPaul's drag race. Exactly. And so part of that is going to be, we're going to have like opinions that aren't going to be positive well, yeah, necessarily. Absolutely. 90% of the time when I'm talking about someone, it, there is always an element of like, but first I love you for yes. doing all the things you do for being a drag queen, for being gay, for whatever I'm, I'm number one. I'm always a fan yes. first. And then after that, I'm like, okay, now let's get into the fine print. Mm-hmm. Calorie Kardashian. <laughs> Cynthia I, Lee Fontaine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we just start listing all the ones. <laughs> but that's to me, that's like part of the fun of it. And it's like, we, I don't know. It, you, it's like Rue said to Blair, like you can't just have rainbows and unicorns right. and make everything happy all the time. So there's going yeah. to be some quote unquote negative sides to this. But there's, to me, there's never, there's never room for like, the real negative like Kennedy Davenport is a fierce queen and a fierce performer and a very interesting person in the world. And I'm so happy we have whatever, you know, and for her to get death threats or hatred is like completely wrong. Yeah, it is ridiculous that and the thing is right now, the Queens are very highly aware now that of the section of the, the fan base and they're not going to engage with them. They're not going to, if one queen hears it, you're tearing down another queen that way on like their page, they delete, they block, they don't engage with them and you're going to be iced out because like the fact is the majority of people who enjoy drag race and queer culture, I guess in general, like those kind of things that yeah. we, there's absolutely no room for that. Absolutely. But the mainstream people still need to also learn how to, support and 
lift up your like you know fellow fellow queer, queer people, fellow queer queer people, <laughs> your fellow queer queer people. <laughs> um, <laughs> my favorite. Ouch! That got used against using me against hard. you is my favorite. <laughs> um, and then so while we're on this uh, drama mama for your nerves subject, let's just touch real quick on Robbie Turner's um, interview with Entertainment Weekly. Oh, he didn't. Oh, I got the twi- the the tweet. You got the tweet. What did the tweet say? It was just like an apology for his behavior, saying that he didn't remember a lot of the things that happened the night, including leaving his employ like job. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was vague. At times, I did think it was genuine, and at times, I was thinking, "Oh, she's like learned from PR moves and stuff." Yeah, how to apologize? Like, and she like cited like a mental like she's mental health professionals told her to take a break, and I'm like, okay, she's like kind of like alluding to like what Katya said in a way. But I mean, it also that can be genuine. So I don't know if it's uh, for me to judge. I hope that it's like coming from a real place. Well, the Entertainment Weekly thing was a bit more in depth of like there was someone who was pressing her for like details on what happened this night. So she was being interviewed about like her car crash lie, whatever we all yeah. know. And uh, the interviewer asked specifically what happened. And that's kind of what she said. She was like, well, I don't really know, but I think someone slipped me something in my drink. And I um, uh-uh. woke up the next day with this vivid memory of being in a hospital with a girl, like a, a female nurse taking care of me. I remember that for sure. And then I just had bruises on my body. And I so I like jumped to some conclusions, I guess. And then like a second question, it was like, oh, so you don't remember da da da. Um, how do you, how did you get the bruises if someone slipped? And she's like, well, I don't know, but I, I definitely slipped in the shower and fell and hit my head. So I had my bruises that way. And then I woke up in my bed and I remember it's like, okay. So then the interviewer stopped her and was like, so to clarify, someone slipped you something in your drink or you slipped in your shower. And she's like, I'm not sure, but both I think. And so everything she did, it felt like the whole time she was continuing this like weird narrative of like, wow no details all of it still feeling very untrue and i i kind of am like it's hard this one's a hard one to touch because yeah. it does just feel to me i'm like i don't know what it is yeah. i don't know if it's i don't know if it's a mental health thing i don't know if it's something yeah, I don't else wanna, i don't want to comment on it anymore i know it feels <laughs> like it feels cra- like after we were talking with Haley, our guest last week Haley yeah. Hackworth, um who i like we were just commenting on it because that's kind of our job right now yeah, and yeah. that's what we're doing but i felt I, after we like took our break i was like it feels dark i don't know what it is about it it doesn't yeah. feel easy to talk about yeah it's it's something i want to comment it's yeah. something i want to bring up but i don't know if i like well we shouldn't i uh, i mean even if it's a mental health thing i guess we shouldn't shy away from it because you know there's already a lot of stigma with mental yeah. health as long as we're not like like being like that's weird no we're not weirdo. Those... like we're not if we're not doing that that you we're... and i are no stranger to mental health issues we've Girl, like, we talked are... tons about it yeah we're fucked up yeah we're <laughs> fucked up as a fuck dude i mean i'm like going through it always <laughs> yeah. i mean it's just it's part of a lot of people's lives yeah. and i i mean i have like a history of this with my family and it's like i i know there's a very delicate thing going on um I mean, there's no casting stones. It's not like we're like, I'm not judging her for whatever, but yeah. I do think it's something that it's like, okay, well, we got to talk about it. You can't just like let it go completely yeah. unsaid. I don't see no Elsa around. I'm not letting it go. Oh, thank you. Oh, honey. Adina Menzel, Adina, uh, Adele Dezim, honey. Okay, John Travolta, honey. <laughs> Grease one and two. And lightning, honey. <laughs> yes, All right, honey. so let's talk about what's going on in your life real quick. Oh, my God, yeah. We're going we're gonna to shift gears real hard. <laughs> 
feel like our energy is hot right now. Oh, it's so spicy hot. Is I it spicy hot, that. white hot, or is it like, you know, molten lava hot? I guess I didn't mean it that way. I meant, <laughs> I meant, um, I guess like, like we dropped speed. <laughs> oh, cool. Keanu. And Sandra. Uh, back at it again. <laughs> in Lake House. You know, I haven't talked about it yet. You know, back at it again in Lake House. Oh my God. I have a picture in front of that mailbox. Too. I went oh to, my god, I remember that. I got to go to Warner Brothers studio for a thing and I like <laughs> snuck into the office of someone who has that <laughs> that's the prop they have in there. I really office. hope that person who has that listens to this and they're like, What? There's no chance of that happening. <laughs> if that does happen, uh, I don't want to name drop you, but if you have money, honey, <laughs> donate. <laughs> Oh, we need that Patreon account. Oh, that's right. We got to get money. We're so poor. (laughs) Help me. I'm poor. Help me. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) So we saw the Avengers this week. Yes. We saw the Avengers on Drag Race night. Yeah, we did. So we put off drag. We did a back-to-back. We, we, at the eight o'clock hour, the witching hour, the Drag Race hour, Avengers started. Yeah. So it was as if we were entering our pageant mode. And then two and a half goddamn hours later, because this goddamn movie doesn't know when to fucking stop. Hey. I mean, it was it was a good movie. They had a lot of story to tell. They did, they did. Um, but then after that, we came right back here and we watched Drag Race. We did. And it, how did that make you feel? It made me feel a lot of feelings. You combined um, superheroes and drag in one night. Those are two of your favorite things. I would argue that they're all superheroes. Wow. We never get political, but here we are. <laughs> Levels, Chad. Can, I think people can hear that. Uh, so yeah, I actually really liked it. It was a long night, uh, but it was fun. I, so I'm not, obviously this is not a Avengers recap podcast, so I'm not going to recap the movie, but I will say, (laughs) please don't, (laughs) uh, but I will say is like what I was thinking, uh, I've been thinking about is like, where is our gay superhero? Come on, Marvel movie. Where is our gay superhero? Okay. Queer's good. I'll accept a queer, but I want to get. I want a full blown gay sex scene in a Marvel movie. Okay, <laughs> you're kind of the problem. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're the you're the reason we don't have one. We want a gay superhero so we can see gay sex on superhero screens. <laughs> That's the way I wanted to say that. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Wait, who's the closest that we have? I think Spider Man was pretty gay in this movie. Mm. Yeah, little twink boy. God, he's cute. I love Tom Holland. Uh, I know. I I my I, my introduction to Tom Holland was the movie The Impossible, which is about the uh, tsunami that happened in like two thousand four. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know. <laughs> why are you mad though? Probably because all of the CBD that I took before this. That's probably why I'm laughing. But oh, oh, Nicholas has a hurt knee. Nope. Back. Wow, you do not listen to me. Nicholas has a hurt back. Yes, and I needed some distraction. Yeah, so from he took that. some painkillers. Let's see how this treats you as we go through the podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-oh, uh, here it is. It's kicking in. Wee. What about you? What's going on with you, bitch? Oh, um, I took hot yoga for the first time, with, um, and I ran into Engineer Pete there unknowing. So we, we crossed paths, and this is what I want to say about hot yoga, for those who haven't been. It's sexy. It's crazy. <laughs> I like didn't. It's does sw- it smell weird though? It's no, I don't think so. Hmm. It's just like there's something about it. I don't know what it is. I felt it was one. It was like the most 
like intense workout I think I've ever had. Mm. It was so much. I felt like I was going to pass out a couple times. And then at the end, if you haven't done hot yoga, bitch, get on it. And if you have, bitch, you know, <laughs> it made me like emotional. And Pete's shaking his head. It made me like, I, especially, and I've heard after like that there's a lot of emotions held in your hip flexors. And so when we're doing what's called pigeon pose, yoga fish up in this bitch, I like fully could have let myself cry. And then I was like, but there was like only 20 people in this class. I, it doesn't matter, I guess, but it just felt like weird to, if I had started, like, <laughs> what if you like would have started a chain reaction? Everyone started crying in the room while you're doing hot yoga. It would have been very cathartic. I bet for everyone. Pete's cried before in a class. He says, we're never going to give him the mic. It's going to communicate. It's, it's going to be so long before yeah. you ever hear engineer Pete, like in a clear mic voice, a clear mic voice. Uh, <laughs> that's my Alyssa Edwards. Uh, I actually, uh, the only time I've ever done a yoga class was when I was in community college for my acting class. We mm. did yoga for one whole, uh, whole class. Well, for a portion of a class, I believe. Uh, and it was just because she wanted you to get in, us to get in touch with our body and like, adi, adi, adi. And like, just to feel those emotions and everything. And truthfully, it was one of the hardest workouts I've ever had. And I remember feeling so like refreshed and like, like so good emotionally yeah. after the class. And I, I, I continually ask myself, why haven't I just hopped into Time a yoga club? I know. Yeah. And we're by no means breaking ground here. This is a trend. Our breaking <laughs> bad. Oh, we're no, we are no breaking bad. We are no breaking bad. <laughs> no. But this is a trend that is, you know, long since come. And uh, I mean, it's just, I've just recently gotten into it, but damn, oh damn. And the sexy part is just, um, there's some sweaty men, sweaty shirtless. And I think mostly gay in my class, at least men and just even myself i was like feeling myself afterwards because i'm just like i am dripping and glistening <laughs> <laughs> living that full high and yoga I, fantasy and i'll be fully transparent i am trying to thirst trap myself for this podcast i want to be yeah. able to post shirtless pictures of myself on instagram just with the intention of gaining followers for this podcast yeah so C- girls we are your... coming up with our brands right yeah. now <laughs> yeah. And we are figuring Keep it out. Keep your eyes open for this. Chad, the thought. Yeah. Thirst trap. And Nick for some foot picks. He's going <laughs> to start, <laughs> start taking pictures of the tops and the bottoms of his Girl, feet. I'm just trying to get on that celeb wiki feet. That's site. right. He's a wiki feet nut. <laughs> he was talking about it before we started. He says, wiki feet's my, my jam. My toe jam. <laughs> my toe jam, honey. Ew. All right. Let's get into the show. Yeah. Let's get in. Let's get in. Let's get in. To it. So we are talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. Season 10, episode 6. Yes. The uh, drag po- drag con panel. The drag con panel. Challenge. Challenge. So, um, okay. So, they entered the workroom this week saying goodbye yeah. to our dearly beloved Mayhem Miller from yeah. Los Angeles. And um, we're still processing that. We're processing. And that, um, I think it was a sad one, but I, yeah. I realized as we were watching this, I guess this is true for all the queens. It's like, I'm like, I don't miss them. I think that was the right choice. You know? I don't think it was the right choice, but... I, it reminded me of how robbed she was when yeah. they were showing clips from last week, mm-hmm. like last week on, and they yeah. the shady editing of like showing someone say a joke and then just like you can choose to cut to laughter or you can choose to cut to silence, mm-hmm. and whatever you do is going to make me feel like that person's bombing or killing it. Yeah, um, which that was commented on by a, some queens this this episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite moment from the beginning is just, uh, well, one, I think it's fun when Aquaria and Monet are talking and Monet's like, I might throw this away. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. And Aquaria (laughs) breaks the fourth wall, looks into the camera and says, throw it away. 
Yeah, she's like, girl, do what you want with it. And then she's like, <laughs> throw it away. Aquaria uh, giving us comedy. Yeah, and then also Monique shaded <laughs> like uh, Monet as well. She was just like, said, maybe you can get a, a, in the right cut or whatever. And then uh, and then Asia shaded Moni, or uh, Monet as well. <laughs> Kick a girl while she's uh, down, why don't you? But to be fair, Monet came hard. She's like, Asia, your back is ashy and it's not cute. That's like a really out of nowhere yeah. hardcore read. And then uh, Asia snapped back at your, ta- your talent's at the bottom too. <laughs> I love, also loved how Asia was walking. Like She had that big like wig and like she was just like like she just had this attitude with that wig. Yeah, she was like serving something a little different. I'm just gonna claim it. I don't know if I already have, but I'm I am now officially Team Asia. <gasps> I already was, I think, before, but I wasn't 100 percent sure. Now I'm 100. percent That's the queen that I'm rooting for. I think I have mine too. What's yours? I'm Team Monique. Great. Oh, yeah. and I think we're definitely top. I think we have. A I think top we're both three, top three. And I think Miss Crackers there or Eureka. Uh, oh, now I don't know. It's I think top four might be Miss Cracker, Eureka, Asia, and Monique. But I think Monique's thing. fourth. Monique's gonna go out fourth. Monique's gonna go out fourth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, honey. Yeah. We'll see. Tongue pop. Yeah. Uh, I don't like. I also have a th- theories that this next episode is really going to solidify their standings. Yeah, Snatch Game. Um, the- and I think the the one the one who I'm most interested to see in Snatch Game is Cameron Michaels because mm-hmm, this is going to be the fork in the road situation for Cameron. Cameron, if bombs gone soon, if not that episode, but if Cameron does well, yeah, I think it catapults her to potentially being in the top. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, Cameron is. I, I, she I'm, could get the momentum. I'm like really excited to see the progression. Yeah, because I feel like Cameron's going to stay around longer than we we anticipated. Yeah. Um, so then we go into the mini challenge of sitting on stuff <laughs> and it's called sitting on a secret. My fa- that's my favorite fetish in the sense that it's, I think it's the funniest, just that people are into is that a fetish. It is. People are into like getting sit on, uh, and I knew sitting that. on things. Like I knew the sitting on. Yeah. Um, yeah. it, uh, sitting on things. That's a strange fetish. I think it's, uh, not yeah. to be judgy. Sorry. Wow. Chad. I just really showed my hand. We just talked about lifting each other up. I you know, know. I know. But hey, <laughs> but I don't, I guess I don't understand the, um, I guess the stuff in your butt. Is it like that? Yeah. I think they just wanted a lot of jokes and innuendos. No, I mean the fetish. Oh <laughs> yeah. They want a lot of jokes. In innuendos. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, just, yeah, <laughs> I guess we don't have to parse, like, what a fetish would be. Um, yeah, this one was fun. I don't know. What, what did you think of this? I, it was funny. Yeah. I, I, it seemed like they also just wanted an excuse to get them all in shorts and they get those some, close-ups. They showed some bulges. Yeah, they and, did. Like, gratuitous bulges. And then they also said, showed some gratuitous, like, putting, like, a traffic cone up a butthole aquaria. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Vixen. Every once in a while, this show really, this show toes a line, I think, between, like, being kind of what drag drag originally is slash was and, and like uh, yeah. kind of being more punk and sexual yeah. and like anti mainstream. But then also like, you know, it is a mainstream yeah. show with a lot of young teenage fans. And so it's like, how do we mix both worlds? I think that, you know, drag race never started with the goal to have teenage no, I know f- fans who are straight who are not really that ingrained in the 
queer world. They just happen to. I think they should just still trust their gut and do that. I think they should ha- have a little more of those uncomfortable sexual like kind of things. Yeah. That are for us as gay people. We know it. Like, we know we, sitting on traffic cones. <laughs> I just, I mean, I, I cannot go to a gay bar without seeing one man sit on a traffic cone. I mean, I, anytime I pass a construction site, it's just a bunch of gay dudes getting their rocks off. That's why they have to have construction site, gar- construction sites guarded in WeHo. Like yeah, you exactly. can't, you cannot just leave a traffic. <laughs> yeah. We're like, we're thirsty for it. Yeah. And eggplants and cake and fish. And a fax machine. And a fax machine. That one, that one was the funniest one. Cause it's like, you're faxing your butt. You also know? the fact that it's a fax machine. Which... Not a copy machine. Oh, never mind. Actually. I guess you can send a fax up your butt. I mean, you would, have, doing this you right? would have to do a copy <laughs> machine and then you'd have the paper and then you would fax the, the, the paper. A fax that machine it... doesn't make copies necessarily. At all. <laughs> I'm a child of the, the late nineties. Yeah, but fax machines were big in the 90s. No, but I mean, I was born in 97. You were not. Yeah. Chad's a liar. Chad's 45. No, I'm not going to ever reveal my age. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) I stroked in the middle of that. I'm a vampire. That was what I was saying. Okay. Well, anyways, they... (laughs) So they're judged on uh, like who can guess it the whatever who can guess the most yeah blah blah blahs and who won I don't Asia like- Asia won <laughs> but the, that fax machine one is shady because only the older queens are gonna get that that's true yeah Aquarius yeah. is not gonna know what a fucking fax machine is Blair and Aquaria were SOL what does that mean shit out of luck what what do you what why why'd you curse oh I don't know Nick <laughs> <laughs> what's going on I don't know Nick. Um, yeah, they, uh, and then what did Asia do? She just gets to pick the teams. She said, yeah. this is you. This, uh, did she? I don't even remember. Oh no, she won $2,000 worth of oh, oh, uh, hair care, hair care products. <laughs> and you shaded her saying she doesn't have hair, but bitch, it's for wigs. Okay. I didn't catch that. You're fucking stupid. Uh, You're just fucking kidding. Stop that. You know what we're doing right now? What? We're being very the vixen Blair <laughs> and yeah. Miss Cracker. Cracker. Yeah. A lot of negativity on this panel. Only we're being funny. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Daisy. <laughs> um okay so then they announced the uh the special guest judges and we have Camille Nanjiani and Emily V Gordon and the only thing I'm going to say about this is that they're and I listen I love both of them I think they're very funny oh, and talented no. and all that stuff but their reaction to Emily Gordon was a bit high <laughs> yeah she's she is I think and uh, she is a like one of the coolest smartest funniest people I I truly think that well you actually have a connection with her a bit yeah, barely yeah she did a i did a um like panel discussion on depression and comedy and yeah. she was one of the guests for it on the panel yeah um because she's a therapist or she like was, I mean, she is a therapist but she's not really practicing anymore right. she was in the past um so she but she was super nice to do it and all that stuff and then i i, went, I remember i went and i thought she had like so many like really good insights yeah. and like because as someone who's a comedian and married to comedian, a stand-up comedian who's in the world and is therapy. A, around a lot of depression yeah. and, and has a, yeah. her own experiences with it as well. Lightly. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like, she contributed so much. Yeah. Um, no. so with all that said, anyway. I, you know, none of those Queens knew who she was. No, nobody. Knew, no. So it, it was just like the cut to Aquaria or no, it was uh, to Asia and Asia just like screaming like, ow, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe there's a possibility. I don't know. That's I I'm mean, saying. I I just have to imagine like Emily V. Gordon knowing that they don't know. Like she knows. Yeah. And to watch the show as a fan, then she's probably like, 
Oh, girls, come on. I will say, though, after so after her appearance, b- people are, like, loving her. Oh, they she, are? Yeah, she, like, really is a true fan of... She made, like, this really cool Instagram post about how RuPaul has, like, affected her life and how the show's affected Aww. her life. She was a really good uh, guest judge, I feel. Yeah. And then her and Kumail were on What's the Tea, and they were, like, really good guests on that, too. So. Nice. Um, but before all that, no way, bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. And then so they team up together for their main challenge, which is to do a drag con panel. Drag con panels. Yeah. So the pairings are they have for team wigs, it's Blair, Miss Cracker, and Vixen. For team face, it is Aquaria, Asia, and uh, Monique. And then for team body, adi, adi, proportionizing, Eure- <laughs> it's Cameron, Eureka, and uh, Monet. Monet. Thank you. Mm hmm. Uh, so this is an interesting challenge. I, uh, cause you know, they literally went a very serious route with it. Like it wasn't like they were trying to, I mean, obviously there was comedy within it, but like they weren't trying to do a parody of the drag con panels. Yes. Which was built into the challenge. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Like, it's interesting how the challenge asked for that. Yeah. The challenge asked for like legit, like an actual legitimate. This was, if we're, if we're going to do, um, the C-U-N-T of the show, this was the C. This was asking yeah. for charisma. Because this yeah. was just people... I think the goal, the people who did well had natural charisma and they didn't try too hard. And then the people yeah. who failed were trying too hard and it was a forced feeling, which yeah. never is... And let's also be honest, this was also the producers of the show's goal, uh, like goal yeah. to get people to go to DragCon. More yeah. people. And they want more money. Apparently, I've heard from some tea that that's where their bread and butter is. That's where they make their most money. I was wondering, because it does feel... I mean, like, Rue's only going to make, at this point, like, Rue has a team of people, and mm-hmm. they're making very smart business decisions. Yeah. This is a... I mean, having a con has to be, like, one of the most profitable things. Yeah. You rent a space, and then you charge the queens to have a booth. Oh, they do? Yeah, you have to pay for your booth. Wow. And it's in your contract that you have to do it. It's really... They, like, to me, from what I've heard, it's, like, kind of a fucked up deal. You're like, wow. oh, I was on the show. Now I'm contractually obligated to sh- make an appearance, but I also have to pay if I want a booth. Like, you can show up and just, like, have, like, a little table if you want. Yeah. But that feels, like, cheap. I don't know. Yeah. And then you have to pay for all the merch that you're going to sell. Mm-hmm. And then it's also... It feels... To me, like that, there's a weird competitive thing because you're like, oh, I have my booth right across from Trixie, and then it's like I have ten people in my line versus the three. Actually, that might be a good situation though, because once you're out of line with Trixie, it, it, and you're a queen who maybe doesn't have a line, people might be more inclined to go to your booth and maybe maybe buy something. Yeah, it's interesting. So you and I are planning on going this year, right? Yes, I haven't bought my ticket. I'm going to do it probably I right after either. we press pause, but <laughs> or after we stop recording. But I am excited to see the experience. It's like a a lot to me of what I'm expecting is a crowds and hordes of people waiting in line for pictures. I I was going to say, I I wanted to play maybe like a bingo of uh, types of fans Mm -hmm. uh, that we'll, we'll see and whoever can get bingo first. Okay. Yeah. Let's post our, let's make bingo cards and post it on our Instagram. Yeah. Um, so then they get into the, like working on what their bits are going to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, it seems like Eureka is having a good time on yeah. team body, yaddy, yaddy slash. And also props to Eureka. Cause she like said, you know, either she could have said this because she got stuck with them or, but she's like, uh, Cameron and nobody wants to work with Cameron and Monet. And she's mm-hmm. like, I, she took it as like a. I think that they're great. I'm going to work with them. Yeah. But she could also be like, she was in the same boat because nobody maybe wanted to work with her. That's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah that to me is more, that rings true. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Eureka's a big personality. 
I mean, I honestly wouldn't want to work with Eureka on any challenge. Yeah. Because she does have a tendency to just take the attention. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think, like, a winner should do that. Yeah. But when you're with her, she's the probably the biggest personality in the room. Yeah. I think that's where a lot of aggravation comes from other queens and, like, mm-hmm. uh, with her is that she sucks all the air out of the room because she wants it for herself, you know? Yeah. She can't handle... I mean, it's, but there's been already been numerous signs from this season and the past season of how she cannot handle when someone else has the attention. Yeah, definitely. She luckily was with, I mean, Monet, I think, has like a huge personality as well. So she can combat that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then she's with Cameron, who it's like, how the hell is Cameron going to hold her own? But yeah. Cameron did pretty well. Yeah. Cameron was like uniquely herself. She just it needs to amp it up a bit. Here's the crazy thing that happened with Cameron this week. So Cameron did... Um, Cameron's personality is very dry. It's like, uh, here's the thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to say it, and there's never like a twist or a wink or anything. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like talking, and it's that's fine. She doesn't need to be. She's like a perfect look queen, et cetera, et cetera. But she gave more personality than she's ever given. Yes. And Ross's critique this week was, now that she's given us personality, I just want to see her give us a different look, which is insane so to say about Cameron. Cameron has given, like, the most versatile runway I think we've had this yeah, season, right? Absolutely. She's, like, the the look queen almost. Yeah. Eh, one of them. But, anyways, that was a crazy, crazy critique. That uh, also reminds me, is just, like, uh, Cameron's personality I actually kind of find attractive. Like, you know, and some people might say it's boring or whatever, but I kind of am into, like, just very neutral people. Like, it, it more reads to me as, like, someone who's chill or down to earth. Absolutely. As opposed to, like, I don't... I don't think I could date someone who's really super loud and has like a huge personality and like is like the life of the party or the mm. performer, you know, like, I don't know. I, I mean, kinda... we said this last week a yeah. little with Haley is like the people we would want to hang out with uh-huh. are definitely not the people who we want to watch on TV. Yeah. I, don't know. Uh, I like hanging out with you. I think I would watch you on TV. We'll wait till I get on TV though. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to want to hang out with me after that. (laughs) (laughs) Also wait until I, I mean, I think I have a button that switches inside of me when I am on camera or on stage or something. (laughs) It's a different version. Yeah. So I guess people could have that. I I would give that benefit to a lot of the people, but if you don't have that button, you know, like Cameron to me doesn't have that button. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's something you can learn. I think Cameron's learning. Maybe like, so. It seems like she's learned since. So I mean, she but. definitely pushed herself a little further this time. Yeah. And she definitely at least doesn't feel nervous. Yes. If we if we can just get into it, my least favorite, obviously, is the bottom three. But my least favorite person this week was the Vixen. Yeah. By a long shot. Mm-hmm. She was so unnatural. She was trying way too hard. And yeah. every, she was doing the thing where it's like f- being negative or being shady is like your idea of being funny. And that just isn't the case unless you can pull that off, which I think like someone like Trixie can. Yeah. Because there's self deprecation. Vixen wasn't doing that. Or it's clever enough or it's shocking enough. And it's like not necessarily it's, I don't know. This challenge doesn't necessarily like need that. Drag Mm -hmm. is more a little like celebration of each other. So she just kept like shade, shade, shade and like not clever, fun ways at all. No, and, and there was a lot of like weird talking over each other uh-huh. and like not connecting. Yeah. Didn't like it. Miss Cracker didn't do great either. Yeah. But Miss Cracker at least was, I don't I Miss Cracker at least read natural to me. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I could see Cracker doing well with other people that she could feed off of. Mm hmm. I, uh, Vixen, uh, posted a, a comment online about how the editing was shady and that there was, they edited out all the laughs essentially. Sure. But I, 
I heard what I heard. <laughs> no, 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 I know. I, I, for sure. Like, I, what I, I think I said when they were up, I was like, okay, with the editing. I'm like, they don't need to try this hard to make us know they're doing bad. We know they're doing bad. Yeah. Like, you can tell, like... I would have almost, like, preferred they left some of the laughter in because it would have been like, oh, okay. Still obvious, yeah. yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not a fan of the Vixen. She is. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm glad, you know, all the things she does well, I'm excited for. But, um, and by that, I mean, like, she's a, a shitster in a good way. Yeah. And she's she a good, brings good. things to light that I think are cool. And, um, I don't know. She's a strong personality. <laughs> Why'd but, you mouth fart? Oh, uh, I guess it's like farty. And, and <laughs> I guess it's farty. I just, cause I, <laughs> I guess because I really don't care. <laughs> I'm trying to find positive things. Like I mean, she's I, she like we said last week. She doesn't have uh, her drag is not polished. No, she honey. does not have a grasp on proportions or no, shape. Honey, she, girl, she showed that again this week with her fucking stupid hat outfit. It wasn't stupid in idea, like in color. Like it just did not fit right. It was like it needed more. That's why I think it's stupid. Chad. If you can't do it right, don't do it. Especially if you're going to be in, on national TV on Drag Race, if you're going to if you're going to make a fun creative look but have it be terrible, I would rather you just do something. Safe. It sounds like you're coming for the vixen. It sounds like I am, doesn't it? Yeah. And guess what? What? Uh, because I am. Oh, uh, honey. Uh, honey, yes. Because <laughs> the vixen threw on some cheap ass dollar store sun hats and ripped cheap. them. Cheap, honey, cheap. and ripped them. And she made a silhouette oh, that honey. is what. Nothing. She made a blob with a saggy boob. Next, you're going to tell me those edges were rough. And guess what, honey? No, honey. Those edges were more than rough. Those edges were sandpaper. <laughs> sandpaper? 50 grit. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're stripping some wood. You're stripping more than wood, honey. You're stripping <laughs> rust, bitch. We got to get some... We got to get some like full on Home Depot. I'm going to spend $500 and we are going to refurbish her. She needs refurbished. She needs refurbished. She needs to be refurbished. She needs a coat of stain or paint. She needs more than that. She needs wax. In fact, I might just throw her away. <laughs> I might no, buy a new one. No, she's a unique piece. She, you Great know. Great drag name. Unique piece. Yeah. <laughs> Unique is good. <laughs> she's 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 not getting her wigs right. She's not getting her shoes right. She had these like like dumbass just like two straps with a wide open toe strap, and then she she didn't cut the toes off of her stockings or leggings. <sighs> so she had like legging feet. It's like everything she does is beginner drag. That hat thing. It's like did you, did she make it on the spot? I don't think so. If And then I want people to, I implore you. I implore you. There's two things actually that I want to say. <laughs> I implore you to look at her outfit again, close up and just look at how choppy it is. Yeah. It is like frayed and frazzled and look, and the, and that titty is hanging low. She put it like, like on her ribs, like on the bottom of her rib cage. And then two, I want you to Google drag. Her face comes up. Like you Google drag, just like type drag, her face comes up on the like side picture of like the definition of drag is da 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 da, and her picture is like as an example. How did she? How did she finagle that? Finagle, I like that. One. I mean, we're being too. Uh, now I'm being too hard. She is. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm comparing her. My standards have become higher than uh, maybe they used to be, but she didn't make me happy this week. <laughs> she didn't make me happy this week. That's all. That's all. Um, wow. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I agree with you. <laughs> I mean, that look was the worst on the runway. It yeah. was so, 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 so bad. And she's consistently rough. Yeah. And I'm finally, I'm so glad that Rue finally called her out for yeah. it. And it was Rue, not Michelle. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, that's a big call out. Rue said she's never polished. She lacks polish. Yeah. I will say also, it was so ironic that Vixen was on team wigs because her wigs have all been like, they look like shake and go. Like they're always like, they look like they came right out of the Absolutely. bag. She did not style them. They're, 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 they've been very rough. Can, can we also just say real quick, and I guess, you know, maybe this is, Assuming too much, but like, if you get on the show, wouldn't you enlist the help of everybody, you know? Yeah. And not even like, I don't even, I'm not even just saying like, I'm enlisting the help of all my stylist friends. I would be like, Hey friend that I knew like a year ago that I haven't talked to in a while. I need you to come over with everyone else and help stone all of my dresses and like style. I just need like an army Yeah. because I have three weeks to prepare for the biggest opportunity I'll ever have. Yeah. So to come with shake and go wigs, bitch. No, thank you. The Mm -hmm. best wig she wore was on the panel. Yeah, that that one was great. Actually, I, I commented on that. Yeah, so thank that, thank you for that. Yeah, but who knows if that was her choice? Yeah. Maybe it was. But Blair's actually pretty well known for wigs. Like so, maybe it was Blair's wig. Maybe Blair helped her with her wig. Yeah, I'm really I'm really um, I'm really ready for her to turn it around because she also has the potential. Maybe this is why yeah. I'm so why I'm so mad at you, the vixen, because she has the potential to be one of the best if she were to like because her personality is so strong yeah. and powerful and cool. Like if she were to polish herself she could be a winner yeah i so agree i guess all-stars vixen would be an exciting this this whole batch of girls are going to be utilized on all-stars season sooner nine than and later. season 10 it, all-stars four is going to be season nine and season 10 yeah That's it has like, to be with like maybe like one or two queens from the old season yeah um anyways so moving on we had yeah. uh uh blair st Clair. No, do we want to talk about her yet? Let's save her. I don't know. Like, I guess let's just cover real quick. I don't really want to get into the... Actually... What do you want to do, honey? I know what I want to do. You want to kiss me? No, I don't want to kiss do you. you kiss me during a break? Uh, fine, I'll kiss you during <laughs> a break. Oh, my Lord. All right, let's take a little break and we'll get back into yeah. it. Butt butter. Okay, now I'm ready to get into it okay yes so we're just gonna get right into it and we're gonna just cover it like a little bit more of the other the other panels so the makeup one with aquaria asia monique monique was a great like moderator she was fun a lot of personality yeah she was um, fun asia had some really good tips aquaria had some good tips the problem was they were, like kind of were over talking each other yeah with it i think it was like a choice to be really fast which i kind of get but it was just they were like it was too like oh what's going on it's such a forgivable yeah. offense though because they are all at least charming yeah. in their own way and they had like like i said my, my yeah. number one criteria for this one is that they have a natural vibe yeah and i will say the reason why the team that won team body is because they had really good give and take they knew what they were talking about they were fun like it was eureka cameron and monet they did a really great job yeah they did a killer stellar interstellar amy adams no oh god uh michael no (laughs) matthew Uh uh-huh no, that's Clay, baby. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, there is. But you, there was a redhead in the movie. And that was Jessica Chastain. Yep. I nailed it. 
First go. <laughs> <clears throat> Trivia night 2018. No, I don't know. Amy Adams and Matthew Morrison were your first goes, so. But imagine that movie. No, I don't want to. No, imagine it. That's fun. Okay, hold on. Shh, shh. This is what it's called. This is what it's called. Picnic. And it's an hour and a half of some of a couple having a picnic. <laughs> it's Matthew Morrison and Amy Adams having a picnic. And like, what happens? How? Do, like, what's the conflict in the movie? Ants. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Of course it's ants. Of course. Why would I even ask? And then like a a bomb. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Um, Are they related, the ants and the bomb? No, the bomb happens at the very end and then it's credits. Oh. Yeah. That's Picnic. Um, all right. So Asia, Asia to me, I thought was like really, really good in this, but she just with their whole panel, it was like no one could shine. No. Monique had the energy of someone who wanted to have more and was, yeah. it was sort of, it almost like went against her for me a little bit where I was like, mm. she's doing great. She's good, good, good. But it was like, you could tell she had like a control thing going on. Cause if something went slightly awry, she would be like, Oh, 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 oh. like she kind of fumbled a little, mm. like when they were, when Asia made the masturbating while doing makeup joke, it kind of threw Monique. She was like, uh, oh, oh girl. Okay. Well uh, use Perel. Uh, use your hand sanitizer. Um, okay. Let's anyways, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I I actually can't see that. Yeah, it wasn't. It was perfectly middle. That was yeah. That's that them as a group. Mm -hmm. But I also want to say, is I did love that they kind of used the pit crew guy to like do all the stages of drag. Bryce, yes. But I also want to say, he needs to go go home. He's done. done. I'm done with him. him. I'm 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 done done with that straight red headed. Oh wow! I didn't want to say that. Uh, He's yeah. He's not. uh, He's not in. He's not in it to me anymore. He's like yeah. He looks so apathetic. Yeah. He's. He always looks like he's like I'm here for my paycheck. Yeah. And I'm like I don't. I'm all about a straight picture member. I have a question. I have two questions. For who? For uh, for the listening audience and for you because (sighs) you're the person I have direct contact with right now. Um, Is that the only reason why? He okay. First question is: What happened to the first, the other pit crew member that we were introduced to <gasps> this season? Oh my god! Yes, that yummy looking guy who was on. So you think you can dance? Yeah. What happened to him? I don't know. They were like, "No, thank you." He's maybe probably, he was on set and he was like demanding or something. Maybe or maybe he was kind of like they wanted to get like a little name or like he a, booked a pilot. Maybe maybe he booked a pilot. That guy was fucking fine. He was fine. But also straight as well. So. Yeah. <clears throat> and then second question is, what do we want from a pit crew member? And I, I, I I'll tell you I what I want. What I really, really want. Yes. I wanna. Huh. I wanna. <laughs> I wanna. Huh. I really, really, really want to zig a zig. Completely <laughs> <laughs> committed all the way through. I actually like that you did. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I I don't know. I, they have to look good in a pair of Andrew Christian underwear or well, whatever. Besides the obvious, yeah. Uh, they, I want them to like and look like they're enjoying themselves a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Like be down with gay culture if you're straight or not. Well, know? I think Bryce is definitely down with gay culture. No, I don't oh. think he is. I mean, I think he is, but I think like he's so apathetic. It's just like he. You could. I could tell he would rather be somewhere else. Okay. Always. Love that. Um, so you want someone who's there 
and he's they're they're like swimming in the culture of it, and they're yeah, like they're present for it. Do you want them to be gay? I guess I would prefer it, but it's not but, a requirement. Okay. I mean, it's like if I'm at a gay bar and there's a go-go boy, I don't care if he's gay or straight. Yeah. It's the same shit. Okay. I agree with you on all of those. Thank yeah. you. And that's been my segment. And what's the segment called? What do you want? What do you really, really want? <laughs> I really, really, <laughs> really, really want a zigzag. Ah. <laughs> all right. So let's go to the runway, shall we? Uh, yes, Absolutely. Walk, walk, walk the runway. I'm not going to comment on it. You just did. <laughs> and uh, this week was Hats Incredible. <laughs> uh, hat themed runway. Which is great. Have they done this before? No. I don't think so. And it's smart. <gasps> All right. Let's th- uh, pitch some ideas of what would be fun. What would have been a fun thing to see that they didn't show? A big, you know, big comedy chomper teeth. Chomper? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Or like a, one of those pinwheel hats, but maybe like a ridiculous looking one, or like mm-hmm. ups, oversized, mm-hmm. or uh, or um, a, um. <laughs> <laughs> actually, this is the this is a real this is a drag look I want to do, um, and if you steal it, I'll I don't know what I'll do, but I'll be I'll be mad. It'll be disheartening. Um, I want a dress <laughs> that looks like broccoli. Like the like an upside down broccoli. Oh, yeah. So the bottom will be like bushy green, and then the top will be like a lighter green stem that has like a heart shaped bodice. Mm-hmm. And then I want the t- my wig to be ranch dressing that's spilling out of a hat, like a ranch dressing bottle. Yeah. Like a big oversized like ranch Raja's dressing bottle. Like Raj's like hairy with the bucket. Exactly. Of like yeah. that, but ranch dressing. Yeah. And my wig would be like white with like green specks in it, like ranch. That's what I want. That's what I really, really want. And then my dress would probably have little white specks all over it. That's, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Or it could be uh, broccoli and cheese. That's a thing, too. Yeah, but I'm not that girl. I'm not that girl. You know that. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm a ranch girl. Oh, uh-huh. uh, honey, I don't do Velveeta. Excuse me? Excuse you. You don't do Velveeta, honey? Yeah, excuse you. Honey, no. you should be a Velveeta girl. You could be a Velveeta girl if you want to be a Velveeta Drag girl. Drag name? Drag name? Velveeta girl? Velveeta something. Velveeta. Vel, Velma Vita. Okay. Well, I guess we should move on quickly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, who was your I favorite? I fucking hate you. <laughs> who was your favorite this week? Um, Asia. Yeah. Asia was my favorite. You know what? Why she was my favorite was that she did... It was like a drag on a dime challenge done very well. And yeah. it kind of showed that you don't need a massive budget for this show. Yeah. Because... Apparently, as we found out in Untucked, someone was wearing $10,000 couture outfit. I think that was an exaggeration. It had to have been. Because and, I me- I, and I imagine it was Eureka. Someone who already had drag money. Oh, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Um, but you don't need that money to make it look good. Because that dress that she was wearing, I mean, that dress was beautiful on her. And it was like perfect nude illusion and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But you could, you could have gotten away with any dress under that hat. Yeah. That, and that hat is like, I mean, that it's literally, I can't remember the name of the Ikea lamp, but it's literally an Ikea lamp. And it was, it's probably what, how much do we guess that is? $60? 60 to 200. Yeah. So, which isn't like a giant amount for, no. if you're going to make your wardrobe for the show. I mean, a wig, it would cost that much anyway. So. Exactly. 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 So um, that, yeah, she did. She killed it. And her makeup was stunning. I also have to say my number two might've been Aquaria. Oh, the um, bunny yeah, for yeah. me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, none Klaus of the, know me. None of the top girls actually, I thought, had the best look on the runway. Really, Mm-mm. 
Cameron's was no, basic, Eureka. but I loved her hat. Eureka's was really good, but I, it wasn't my favorite. It was top. It was, it was probably, top, probably number three for me. Yeah, I won't agree with that. I would say it goes Asia, Aquaria, Eureka. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then Monet was really good. I loved hers. Yeah. Here's the thing. All of the girls were actually really good. Vixen was just by far the worst. Vixen was by far the worst. Yeah. No. And then the other one I didn't love, to be honest, is Blair. It worked really well for her, but it was mm-hmm. just like, it was kind of like, it was like fine. Yeah. I will say like, it shouldn't have been a short skirt. It should have been longer. Yeah. And then just in general, like very my fair lady, my fair lady. In general, it was just like, that's a hat. Okay. That's a hat. Girl, that's it, that's a hat. No, that's a hat. It was just like I wanted, I wanted a hat. You know what I mean? I was like, that's a hat. You wanted like a Kentucky Derby realness. I mean, that was Kentucky or Derby or like realness, royal wedding like. realness. I wanted like royal wedding realness. Exactly. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. So I want like I want shape couture. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Or like, or like any. I just like you can put anything. It's a fascinator. That's you get your fascinator moment. And I want to be fascinated by your fascinator. Okay. I want something. I want creativity. I want you to walk out with like a giant plant growing out of the top of your head. I want like a rubber duck just on your head. Right. That's uh, that's so boring. (laughs) (laughs) Not not a little one, like a big one. Oh, okay, great. Then I love it. (laughs) Um, The Korean spy go to, which any chance you get, (laughs) any chance you get, you bring up a a K spa. Which is, (laughs) if you haven't checked out a Korean spa, honey, get on it. Um, The Korean spy go to has recently introduced giant floating ducks in the hot tubs like like rubber duckies but like major like the ones you're talking about oh my god you could really make like jumbo sized yeah they're like literally like probably one and a half feet big (gasps) rubber ducks in the hot tub and it's really strange because it's just like a bunch of adult men floating around trying to pretend (laughs) that there isn't a big rubber duck around because no one wants to like i do i'm like i'm inclined to be like woo, like play with it and be like quack 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 (laughs) quack Like have fun. But with you're also it. trying to get dick. But I'm also trying. I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But I'm also trying to, um, like, not. I, I want to be like a civilized person, you know. And I think everyone else is too. But it's like we all want to play with this big duck. <laughs> and replace the U with the I, and you got the same story, honey. Shanny. Oh, <laughs> that was a confusing emotion. Shanny. <laughs> I'm feeling so many things right now. Yeah, I think a lot is happening very fast. <laughs> too fast. Too fast. Too furious. <laughs> All right. So um, we, what else do we like? Oh, Cracker's hat hair was fun. But I, it, actually, I thought it was boring. I agree. Also because Cracker's already done yeah. a better hat, insp- like a better like, hair inspired like moment. Her, part of her brand to use hair in weird ways. Now it is. Apparently. Yeah. Do you, like, because she used that hair for that ugly ass hula skirt. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, you're right. And then she had the cracker hat, and then yeah. she had the orb, the round for yeah. her entrance look. I think she, yeah, she tends to like to play with hair. It must be, but she hasn't addressed that. Yeah, she hasn't, has she? No. Now we are. So, I actually so I was talking about this with some people about who do we think is going to win? Like, what do we imagine? Who are we rooting for? And one of my friends said Miss Cracker, and I like Miss Cracker. I really do. I think she's very talented, but. And I feel like I most of the fan base right now is rooting for her to win. But I feel like that's such a boring choice with this well, season. It's it's so far from what we've seen of Miss Cracker, she's not giving it I, I think I think she's there's something under the surface that is gonna uh-huh. boil up that will give her a more of a top three, like for sure spot. Yeah. And it might be snatch game. 
Yeah. I, I, I actually, yeah, I, I was saying last night with a friend that uh, I think she's going to win. Mm-hmm. I think Miss Cracker's going to win. Snatch Game. Or yeah. this show. I think Asia and Monique are going to do well. Yeah. Because I think they're just naturally funny. I think Monet's going to bomb and go home. Okay. Uh, uh, Cameron can go either way. I think Vixen might do bad. I could see Eureka even doing bad, too. I think Cameron's going to bomb. You do? I think Cameron's going to bomb and get in the bottom two and lip sync. Yeah. Actually, I know that. If Monet's in the bottom... I don't know that as in I know that, but I'm like, my heart is telling me. Do you think... Has anyone ever survived three lip syncs for your life in a season? I think Coco. Coco survived three? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Coco went home on her fourth one, I think. So she was Alyssa. She sent Alyssa home. She sent... Who else did she send? I don't remember now. Man. Yeah, I don't remember. But she... Hmm. She maybe sent Ivy Winters. I don't remember now. Um... Either her or Alyssa. One of them, I think, survived three. Yeah. Or went home on their third. But I think it was survived three. Yeah, I just feel like I don't imagine Monet getting in the bottom and even doing an amazing lip sync and surviving. I don't know, though. Monet is really good. Um, I I can see her, like, assassinating her way to the very end through yeah. that. Or not very end, but, like, fifth. I mean, that would be interesting to see someone keep getting in the bottom but surviving the lip sync. What they would have to do if they wanted Monet to go home is they have to stop giving her, or they would give her a song that is just, like, not suited for her at all. Yeah, that's true. Which is kind of what they did to Blair this week. Yeah, she could have done it. She could have done well with it, but it just was not suited for her type of drag. Not exactly. No, She's I not thought a, she did okay though. She did fine. Yeah, she did fine. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No, I didn't like it. I liked it. Yeah, and she was. I don't know. She just was like giving um, Pearl vibes. A lot of arm. Oh arm, yeah, maybe a little. Bit. I read it more as like she was doing very theatrical like stuff, whereas like. Pearl was doing just like she literally barely moved and just did arm. Yeah, I mean my th- my thing I I think like Blair's so young that she can't really get into stuff like this yet or something. Mm. It's like she I, all of her movement was unintentional feeling. Okay. It was like big arm movement, but like not necessarily on a beat or with like purpose. Yeah. So, that's all. I mean, um, and now you're coming for Blair. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Blair deserved to go home today. That's her. She did, right? Yeah. She yeah. was, she's also this whole show, she was slowly sinking. Like, she just, like, kind of lost her steam a little every week. Yeah. She never really shone. She never, like, gave, like, besides the first episode of, like, kind of serving that, like, dark version of Blair, which she yeah. should have done more. Yeah. That was it for her. And then she's so charming and cute and all that, and we love her, but it just was, like, the competition is so stiff that it's, like, that choice seemed so easy to me. You know what else is stiff? Your big butt. Your big <laughs> butt, huh? Wow, you really ruined that for me. What do you want to say? Your big penis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or your feet, your wiki feet. Yeah, my wiki feet. <laughs> um, oh, God. So who, who who else was? I don't know. I, I feel like we've covered it. Yeah. Like, like that's the, the looks, whatever. Um, but we did have some big moments in like Untucked and on the judger, like judging panel when they were yeah. getting critiqued. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this season has been, and I guess season nine was like this too, but they, this season's more going in the direction of like the um, pain of being gay and like... You know what it reads to me as like for the last few seasons, they've been doing like these like, oh, what's going on in my life? This is my little, my like not trying to make light of this, but my sob story. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's just like, I've seen that in so many reality shows. But I feel like for the first time this season... I'm really feeling like they're actually really telling like genuine and being vulnerable, like in a real way, like dusty, like maybe it's a possibility. A producer told him to talk about it 
or Dusty was like, I'm going to talk about this when I'm on the show and Blair's the same way. But it, the, still, while it's happening, I feel like there's a genuineness in how they want to be vulnerable. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. There's, there's, um, they're, they're coming from like a place for the most part this season, maybe except for Blair, but even her a little bit, they're coming from a place of like, they are on the other side of whatever they're talking about, Mm -hmm. which I think is like, it's, it's nice to watch that because it is a little bit harder to watch someone currently go through something. Yeah. I think because, especially on TV, because it's like, there's literally nothing we can do to help. Mm hmm. And it's just, I think it's nice to see for, especially like young queer kids that it's like, there's another side to it. This is like the, it, it gets better season a little bit. Yeah. Cause so many of them have had the same story of like being outed or having some moment of like knowing that they're gay, being in a very religious, uh, like a uh, very like right wing, whatever yeah. upbringing, very strict getting on the other, then going through like the difficult pain. There's been like a few conversion campy stories. I yeah. Mean, Blair and, um, Dusty, uh, mm-hmm. both, and then I feel like Monique, Monique had some of that a little bit. Yeah, and then I don't know, and then but they're all very self empowered now. Yeah, and it's cool to, and I don't know like how true that is. There's got to be some. St- I mean, I'm sure they go through a lot of pain still and a lot of like torment oh, back and sure. forth. But it feels like they're all owning their queerness mm-hmm. and, and like have a lot of pride. And their trauma, mm-hmm. like uh, whether it's associated with their queerness or not. Yeah, which uh, that's a huge thing. I think one of the biggest things from this, like this storyline that they're giving a lot of people, is like erasing shame. Because mm-hmm. if you can own your trauma, then it means you're not you're not shamed. Yeah. By it. Yeah, I think we need more of that in the world in general. Like I just people like that's why I'm like always about destigmatizing anything with mental illness. Yeah. Because I think. It is absolutely so prevalent. I think all of us deal with it on to some degree, some level on a, like on a daily basis. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cause I consider depression and anxiety, uh, mental illness. And I think majority of people go through those th- two things. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, whether to it be whatever degree. Yeah. And I think we don't talk about it and mm-hmm. it's important. It's in so important to talk about it. Yeah, definitely. It affects us in so many ways. Yeah. And I think for there's a specific kind of trauma uh, that queer people go through just from the way that the world is. Yeah. And I think it's getting less and less intense. Like yeah. this current gender, like the a, a baby that a gay baby right now in the world, a gay baby potentially will have a slightly less stigma path than like we did. And we definitely had a less stigma yeah. path than the people who came before us. Yeah. Um, but there's still like elements of that and it depends on where you live. I mean, if you travel, I, sometimes I, for, I forget that we're in a LA bubble mm-hmm. with this stuff. So it's like, if we ever, if I go to any small town, I'm like immediately like struck with fear. Yeah. And if I ever like try to do PDA or anything like that, I question it all of a sudden. And it's like, I take it for granted living in LA. I don't yeah. have to question like holding my boyfriend's hand or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Hey, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's but it's, what it is. it's cool. I think that this is why, this is why drag race is so powerful for yeah. so many people because it's like, I haven't had, there's, there's very few, there's very few like gay movies, shows, reality TV shows, anything podcasts that talk about the experience of being gay in a way that feels like real. Yeah. The most of the gay movies we had before like 2000 before Brokeback and even Brokeback is like the tragic gay story yeah. which is like 
Most are, it feels like. Most are. But, I mean, we had... We've been having some better... Some We yeah. have some now, some options a little bit. Mm-hmm. We had Moonlight. We had Call Me By Your Name. We had Love, Simon. We have RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, I feel like there's plenty more now. But, like, to me, Drag Race is the one that, like, is... I don't know. It's, like, f- the most accessible and the most... Like, they're actually talking about gay mental health issues yeah in a way that nothing else really is i mean yeah they talked about eating disorders last season Mm -hmm. i mean like this is like touching on a thing that i don't feel like i've heard a lot of people talk about which is rape within the gay community yeah and like this how often does this happen like i honestly could not i don't know i haven't heard a lot about this and so i don't know what like what any figures any statistics Cause I feel like, you know, there's maybe it's because people are ashamed to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, we're getting into, this is like some territory yeah. that like I, it's very, it just hasn't been talked about a lot. Yeah. Cause I still, I still, I, I don't know. I know within my circle of friends who has had experiences with it, but it's like, it, there isn't a big, there wasn't besides maybe Kevin Spacey. Yeah. During the whole me too movement. It was mm-hmm. like, that was the one. Yeah. That, Brett Ratner. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Brett Ratner? I mean, sorry, what's his name? Brian Singer? Brian Singer. Um, Brian Singer, you know, an, <laughs> a name that I've heard tossed around yeah. is Bruce Valanche. Really? Yeah. I've heard Mark Cherry. But I don't know if... Oh, Mark Cherry as well? Yeah. But also, I don't know, like, what the stories are or what degree. Yeah. But, um, I mean... Just, like, inappropriate behavior. Yeah, I've heard one person reference Mark Cherry as uh, someone who's done something He's and desperate I desperate housewives. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I've heard a story from a friend where he is, uh, yeah, he's done stuff But he's, yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's probably even more. Yeah. Like, people in power is. can be corrupt. Man, and we're I think going, we're getting into it. <laughs> I think there's something with gay stories that, um, I don't, it's like sex is in the shadows a lot. Yeah. So there's so much, there's so much secrecy before, I think before you own it, I've actually started to become like, uh, to find, like to find that it's really important for my life to talk about my sex life. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I go to Korean spas sometimes and I will have a hookup there because it's like, I'm safe. It's like not hurting anyone. Right. It's a fun, free thing to do. Both parties want it. It's like, I, I want to explore my sexuality as much as I can. Um, I want to be able to talk about my sexuality without feeling embarrassed about it. Did you feel like I was shaming you earlier when I no. joked <laughs> <laughs> that you always mention case files? Cause I was just kidding. You, uh, no, you I doesn't feel have. like you're done. <laughs> <laughs> I never have. Especially on this podcast. I don't think that's, that's the first time, <laughs> but for me, my life has been, um, like I, uh, battling against feeling s- like every sexual encounter I ever have with another man is shameful, sinful, embarrassing. I literally for a giant chunk of my life, every time I would have even sex with my boyfriend would think about, and I didn't grow up, I didn't grow up Christian or religious in any way. I would think about a Christian God (laughs) judging me and sending me to hell as I was like, okay, if I kiss you, then I'm like, that's a point against me. Yeah. I mean, there's also the other, another side to it that is like, for me, I don't really feel shame about doing it. I feel more inward shame sometimes. It's like, my like how I do like how I'm doing like you know it's like I always feel like oh god I probably am like terrible or whatever you know I I don't feel confident in that there's like that shame too that comes with well that's uh, this is all to say like 
sex in general is complicated, it's, even yeah. for straight people. Yeah. And I think there's, I mean, definitely for straight people. And it's a, a huge mix of a bunch of things. It's yeah. like, even for no matter what your situation is, it's like, you're going to have probably a, uh, some sort of a Catholic guilt thing going on or whatever religion or whatever your culture, like there's going to be some element of that. That's like shaming your sex yeah. life. And American like culture also is pretty sex shamey. Yeah. We're like obsessed with sex, but we're also shame sex. Right. It's the, weird. The, um, I can only speak for the gay experience because that's all I know. Um, but it, it's like, no matter what, I think you're going to be going through even, and it's just like, on top of that, it's awkward and you have to figure it out with every new partner you're with. And sometimes you're going to feel less than, and sometimes you're going to feel like you're not into it, but you're doing it anyways, yeah. which is like a, a, a very small, but important thing to talk about in the world of like me too stuff where mm-hmm. you're like, I'm going through sex with this person that I'm not into because I'm here. I don't, there's so many awkward crazy elements so it is yeah. so important to talk about it and you just got to summer sanders it you gotta figure it out <laughs> yeah oh we're gonna really try to make this happen yeah this has been a thing that we've done for a long I time i don't know if we've said it on the podcast I yet but so. yeah this is i think our goal for the year is to f- to make <laughs> summer sandersing something happen so anytime you need to figure it out we're gonna reference the host of nickelodeon's figure it out game show figure it out yeah. summer sanders also an olympic athlete yeah so I'm going to Summer Sanders this. Yeah. And you, you guys are going to Summer Sanders it by... Uh, <laughs> by what? I don't know. I'm trying to do the proportionizing thing just by saying it a thousand times. By Summer Sanders. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's let it happen naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to Summer Sanders this situation. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where do we transition? How do we go? I don't know. Here? We went to a lot of different places. So I guess, well, this actually, can I, uh, while we're here, I'm, I mean, oh. I've thought a lot about, especially with this podcast this is fun. Cause this is a conversation <laughs> we haven't had outside <laughs> of the podcast, but I thought Uh-oh. a lot about like, when we started this podcast, I thought a lot about like what kind of podcast I would want to be a part of. Yeah. And we both fell on this because it's like we're more inclined to go on to the side of light and the side of distraction. That's like uh-huh, yeah. being a comedian UCB stuff. It's like, yeah. we want I want to talk about fluff and frills, but the biggest, one of my biggest passions in life, I think is like the mind and yeah. mental health. That's mm-hmm. one of my biggest, the things I think about the most, the, one of the things I probably study the most that's outside of like comedy um, yeah. And for a long time, I thought about wanting to do a mental health podcast, but just feeling unqualified. Yeah. I, I, if we can incorporate, I mean, I'm like, I, I, I'm I never, I never want to shy away from this kind of stuff. And like, yeah, I, I think a big thing about me just as like <laughs> being a human being is uh, like being vulnerable and being like just open and talking with other people and getting past like the walls and barriers that we put up Yeah, to like try to get like to the real human connection. So like, I'm always like. I feel like the human mind is very heavily involved with that. Yeah. And yeah, so I always think about it. Yeah. So meanwhile... Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what is our transition well, that here? Was, that was pretty much Untucked. I mean, yeah. Untucked brought up a lot of heavy stuff. Yeah, it was like a heavy... And then episode. on the main stage, like Blair continued to talk about her yeah. experience. And... Um, and then they lip synced. <laughs> yeah. To uh, I'm Coming Out, Diana Ross. It's been a while. Like, that's one of the most obvious songs to, you would put on the show, but it's been this long. Yeah. That's like a 90s, 70s drag pride performance. But you already admitted that you didn't like Blair. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like either of them. You didn't? Really? 
can, can we stop with the instrumental uh, solo? Like the <laughs> the sax solo that Vixen gave is like not for me. I thought it was fun. Air guitar, air sax. I didn't think it. I mean, maybe if it came, maybe if it was the only, we've had three air guitar moments this season. Oh, that's right. Yuha. Yuha, Monet, and now the Vixen. And I just feel like I don't want this season to be defined in that way. Oh, we're, we're watching RuPaul's Drag Race, not RuPaul's Air Band. Yeah. Which, by the way, would be a terrible show. <laughs> if we're being honest. You don't think RuPaul could sell it? I don't. I don't. RuPaul's had some misses. Yeah, Skin Wars. I actually watched it. It's terrible. Skin Wars is terrible. Uh, the Drag You show was terrible. Yeah. Well, they shouldn't have been doing straight females. <laughs> it's like, just do gay men. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Well, no, you can have straight female. Mix it up. But it was just the form of the way they did it just wasn't fun. Well, it was like, yeah, there was like, we're, we're going to let have women do drag to like help them. I guess that can work. Yeah. But it's just like. It was so early, and I'm like, maybe they needed to do, like, a mix. They needed to do gay men, the straight men. Yeah, 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 mix it up. And then they had this weird little, like, we're going to show you what you're going to look like after drag. And they would do, like, math. it was Matthew Anderson would Photoshop the women into drag. And it's like, just let them do drag and <laughs> have it figured. Like, that's not going to be an accurate representation at all. Anyways, this is not a drag you podcast. It's not an Avengers podcast. It sounds like you're doing some dragon. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Dragon. Game of Thrones. Uh, so then, yeah, the, I, I don't know. The lip sync, this was like my least favorite of the season. Mm, wow. There was no standout moments. Okay. I didn't care really at, at any point. I was like. Well, it's interesting because I was like saying it was a strong one when we were watching. You were agreeing with me. And now you're t- changing. I don't think I was. T- seemed like you were. Seemed like I was? It seemed like you were. Did it seem like, or was I? What? What? How did it seem like I was? Uh, I don't know. You seemed very receptive of the things that I was saying. Maybe I was just wanting this to be over. <laughs> I was like, uh huh. Maybe. Maybe. I'm gonna have to reassess every conversation I ever have with you. I think absolutely everyone should do that with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, I'm gonna take. Let's take this moment to reassess all your relationships. Yeah, you know, tap into it. Th- look, think about all the relationships and connections you have with people, Thank and be you. like, is it good? Is it toxic? Is it bad? Is it loxic? Is it TikTok on the <laughs> clock? DJ took my fingers <laughs> up. Damn night, gonna fight till we see the sunlight. Kesha, Kesha, Kesha. Okay, what is <laughs> happening? Um, you know what? Like. Let's just call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is pretty much it. Let's do a quick eulogy. Oh, God, yeah. I can't believe here. we almost forgot about that. So um, here is to our dearly beloved Blair St. Clair. Um, do you want to go first? Are you ready? Sure. Okay. Um, Blair St. Clair, I do, do declare. declare. You knew that was coming. You knew it, it was coming. coming. Uh, so I do declare that you were a star. You showed... Uh, a new little fun side of drag that you know doesn't get touched on a lot. Um, I am very happy that you're gone because you released that pretty good bop of a hit. You know that music video that oh, came yeah. out. Good I liked job. it. Good yeah. job. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, good job. I want to know where you got all that money for that video, though, honey, because high production value. It looked like a twenty k budget. Yeah, that was that was good. Where are you getting twenty quid? Twenty quid. Twenty quid. Oh, <laughs> 20 um. quid. Isn't that British for dollars? 
Uh, it is. Those are pounds. No, but quid is like a thing you can say. Is it? Yeah. Engineer Isn't that P. Cute? Engineer P. Is uh, shaking his head. So. Uh, I want to go to. I want to go to the UK. Well, we have some UK fans. You know, let's do a little shout out for the UK fans. Quid, quid, <laughs> quid, quid, quid. Do you like castles and queens and kings? Do you like Big Ben looking over things? And do you like Northern Ireland? Is that part of UK? Do you like countryside? Do you like that really good gay movie, God's Own Country? If you that. are in the UK and you're listening and you know what I'm talking about, I don't think this is necessarily UK specific, but it does happen in either North Ireland's a separate country from the UK, by the way. No, United Kingdom is Ireland and no. England. Scotland is the UK. We're going to lose all of our listeners. No, Ireland <laughs> is its own country. Oh, you're right. Okay. But Northern Ireland is a part of the UK. Oh, my God. Really? And I came up with that on my own. I had no help. <laughs> <laughs> Pete knows a lot about the UK. <laughs> anyway, we're still in the eulogy. You know that, right? Yes. Oh, that's right. Okay. Can I? Are you done? Oh, yeah, I'm done. Okay, I'm going to do mine um, to song. Okay. Blair St. Clair, I, we loved you. Blair St. Clair, you were so cute. I liked your first look. It was cool. That's all I think about you. Your personality was pretty bad. <laughs> wow. You know, also, you're going to be singing over, like, a string <laughs> instrumental that's, like, really sad. I'm all about juxtaposition. I'm all about Another it. Another good drag name. Not really. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> juxtaposition. Juxta. <laughs> Welcome to stage. Juxta. <laughs> Position. <laughs> Juxtaposition. Okay, guys, All right, we're a mess. We are. Thanks for thanks for listening this week as we um, processed <laughs> human emotions yeah. and delivered you the drag news and talked about the Avengers. Yeah. Next week we are so excited. We have Snatch Game. And guess what, we're guys? We have a special, very special guest. We've mentioned well, him a thousand times. What if his schedule doesn't permit? But we're hopefully having a Mister Certain Ryan Parsegian, yes. aka Riani, aka. Uh, the, the body yada yada aka body yada aka number one shout out of this show yes he's a he's already basically a guest because we've, we've mentioned his name every single episode he's much, our Miss Vanjie he's our Miss I was just gonna say much like Miss Vanjie which as now a hundred as there's a hundred percent track record yeah on season 10 they know what they're doing they know what they're doing um, also shout out to the producers for doing <laughs> oh yeah that was great for the Monique laugh going also you know what uh, shout out to our fans you know oh, our and, writer wait, dies and in Blair's name we pray say bon say bon, bon. <laughs> <laughs> that was the longest eulogy we've ever had <laughs> and I, I do hope you, I don't have to say that I know you would but the music will <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be fun to listen to. Oh, boy. I just listened to it. What am I talking about? It's all live. <laughs> Anyways, the, um, that's it for us this week. Yeah, guys. If you know the drill, rate and review us on iTunes. Give us five stars. We love those reviews. They're important to us. So yes. if you haven't done it, please do. Um, also, take the time. If you're on your phone, go on Twitter. Go on Instagram. Look up How Is She Though Pod, T-H-O-P-O-D, and give us a little follow. You know, we post some pictures. We're fun. We're cute. We're sexy. We look like Linda Evangelista. There's going to be some thirst traps coming up. I'm going to give myself three months. I'm going to take a, bo- a full body picture in three months. And he is going to give it to you, ladies. Yeah. 
Chad is one of the most dedicated people I know. Yeah, I'm signing up for hot yoga. So yeah. If, yeah. That says, if that says nothing, it says I'm dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> he said that with dead know. eyes. I'm looking at his face. He has dead eyes as he said that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember where I am at this point. All right, um, well, let's get out of here. Yeah, guys, you know, as always. As always. Bye-bye. How is she, though? Squirping like a chicken, like the best friend, bro. Send me half. Send me half. Send me half. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.